Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I've heard that there's a house that has some bodies in the basement. Somebody told you that Shakaya was a victim of human trafficking? And come to find out, this is like, it exploded into this huge thing. I knew. I just knew something was wrong. Police say 33-year-old Jared Bridegan was shot dead. I kept calling his phone during the drive. Gunned down in front of his two-year-old daughter. It's a murder that stunned Jack's Beach neighbors. His murder has attracted national attention, with investigators saying he was targeted. Eventually, a police officer answered and told me to come to the police station. Justice is something that takes different shapes or forms. If you know something, heard something, please, it's never too late to do the right thing. So I'm Deanna Thompson, AKA Body Movin'. And I'm John Green. For about a decade, Deanna and I spent a lot of time on the internet, especially in the underbelly of the internet, trying to identify and get animal abusers arrested. We spent countless hours scouring the dark web, helping catch predators. We spent over a year and a half trying to get law enforcement to take us seriously about a man that was killing cats online, and he was threatening to move on to kill humans, and that was Luca Magnata. Yeah, you might have heard about the Netflix special called Don't Fuck With Cats. That's us. Well, now we're turning our online investigative skills to some of the most unexplained, unsolved, and just ignored cases. This is True Crimes. The production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. I firmly believe that there was only three people outside of Jared who knew that that was his route. And that's myself, his ex-wife, and her husband. No public statement, no plea for help, nothing. And why do you think that is? Well, my opinion is they don't want it solved. I think we need to know more about Jared's previous marriage. Yeah, the relationship between Jared and his ex, Donna Gardner-Fernandez, and her new husband, that needs to be looked at further. Kirsten made the point that only she, his ex-wife, and her husband would know the route he was traveling home which makes Jared's divorce seem all the more crucial to understand. Especially with his murder happening right after Jared dropped their kids off at his ex-wife's home. And of course, you know, there's also Shanna's new husband and his 
things he was doing to the neighbor's cats. Let's talk more about Jared, his ex-wife Shanna's relationship with Kirsten, and Jared's brother, Adam. Can you tell me why they got divorced? In the court document, Shanna claims they just didn't love each other anymore. But, and I'm sure you'll see this as you research it, she cheated on Jared with her personal trainer. And when he confronted her about it, after finding images between the two of them, um, she was just like, yep, I don't. I think she wanted to just get married because that's what her friends and her sisters were doing. But then when Jared gained a little bit of weight as he was trying to launch some businesses, she just, she just, I don't think she ever truly loved him and looked for an out and she found it. And that was the end. Is the guy she married to the guy that she had an affair with? No, it is not. a different guy? Oh, different guy. Okay. And does she have any other children? No, she just has the twins, boy-girl twins from Jared. Was there any, like, fight over the children? Constant. This has been reported on pretty heavily in the media, so it was over everything. And honestly, yes, legal battle, text messages, emails, it was not amicable whatsoever. Did she want full custody? Yeah, she had pushed for that early on. Getting back when they went to the police, have they lawyered up at all? They hired the top-notch criminal defense attorney in the state of Florida. However, he and they claim they got him to help keep the images of the children out of the media, which makes absolutely zero sense. Shannon's mom is one of the founders of a very large craft company and she runs this blog like a PR blog and Liam and Abby are blasted all over that thing so it's like if she really cared about her kids pictures not being on the internet then why is her mom's blog up like that whole excuse it just doesn't add up is it like a big company yeah they pull in millions of dollars a year um really yeah the company it's been reported that it's like a hundred million dollars. Does she work at all or is she a stay-at-home mom? She was running a at-home bakery business. She has since apparently closed down that baking business. When Jared and Shanna were married, they were given a monthly stipend of over $8,000 from her parents. And that is a common thing that they have done with all of their children. So when she sued for full custody and child support during the divorce, he countersued for alimony, full custody, and child support. Didn't get any of that. So they basically walked away with neither of them paying each other anything and sharing 50-50% custody of the kids. However, when Shanna heard that Jared and I were getting married, she then sued him for child support, claiming that she was super poor. She showed up to court dressed like she just shopped at Goodwill and found the frumpiest thing she could. Like, she, she did not look like herself. That's how I'll put it. Like, usually she's in very tight-fitting athletic wear, showing off her sleeve tattoo. Like, she's very proud of, like, her physique and her body art. She was not like that in court. I had never seen Shanna like that. And we ended up having to pay her child support for years. Shanna also has a pattern of um, 
her parents do not think she had an affair. So I think they were shocked when it came out in the media that the person that Shanna had the affair with confirmed that it actually happened. So I think that played into their anger of why Jared is getting money because they thought he was the bad guy and all of this. Where in reality, Shanna's the one that brought everything to a head. Everything that I'm reading is saying that the, the, the ex-wife is sus. You know, what I do is I read a lot of the comments that, that are posted. And it looks like everybody in town mm-hmm. where you live is like, oh, it's ex-wife, it's the ex-wife. So John and I will look into that clear. I mean, obviously. There was a custody battle. We can get access to the records. I want to I go through that. Let's stop here for a break. We'll be back in a moment. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So let's go back to the cats for one second. In 2018, Mario Fernandez, who is married to Jared Bardigan's ex-wife, Shanna Gardner Fernandez, uh, was contacted by local police about a claim that he was killing neighborhood cats. So I dug into it a little bit, and this is the story. There was a neighborhood cat who was a stray, and one of the neighbors took the stray in and named him Apollo. Well, Apollo, one day in 2018 turned up with like a bloody leg and so the neighbor took Apollo to the vet and turns out that he had been shot with a little pellet gun. Mario Fernandez apparently admitted it to a neighbor that he was getting irritated by the neighborhood cats. They were making his dogs bark at night. So the neighbor called the police. The police came and Mario like refused to turn over this pellet gun. Moving forward I think it's going to be important to keep that in our the back of our mind. For now, we have a bunch of other avenues to go down. We just need to keep uh, that filed away for now and come back to it later. While we continue to dig into Jared's life and the evidence surrounding his murder, we're also looking into the disappearance of 19-year-old Shakaya Blue Harding. Shakaya has been missing for more than four years and was last seen in July of 2018 in Billings, Montana. Shakaya was staying at a local community center during the day called Tumbleweed, 
Unlike Jared's death, which has received a ton of national media coverage, Shakaya's case is the exact opposite. As an indigenous woman, Shakaya's disappearance has almost been entirely ignored. Which is pretty standard, unfortunately, and something that we're learning more about. No group of people are more at risk or receive less support from law enforcement than indigenous women. Shakaya Blue Harding. That is a beautiful name. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So for me, as or for us, as people who look into things, a name like this is very important. Well, it's going to it's going to possess some problems. I know we're going to talk about that. So when we use OSINT techniques, you know, usually it's a Google search most people will use. So uh, when you have a name like this, it's not ordinary. It's actually can be helpful and it can be not helpful. So especially the way it's spelled, it's not spelled in a traditional way. So that could help looking for information on this person. Because her name could be spelled incorrectly on like police reports. It could be spelled incorrectly on like Reddit threads. It can, you know what I mean? Like it could be spelled incorrectly on places that we would go look to find information. Montana right now. So she's missing from Billings, Montana. Oh God, she was gorgeous. Right? See the pictures of her? She looks very young. Yeah, well, she was 19 when she went missing. Oh, is that her mom? I think over the next couple of days, we're going to have to do some work on our own, figure out if there was any kind of foul play. I mean, obviously, the first thing we need to know is, was an actual missing persons report filed? And if so, where was it filed? And is it still active? We need to get a better picture of who Shakaya is. And like Jared, let's start with the people who know her best. Fortunate for us, we get to talk to Shakaya's sister, Shawnee. Yeah, I understand they were really close. She'll be able to tell us a lot about who Shakaya is and who she was spending time with before she went missing. Hi, Shawnee. Hi. I'm sorry that your family's going through this. But yeah, we just want to we just want to um, bring as much attention to Shakaya as possible. Obviously, we'd love to solve it. You know, mm-hmm. that'd be ideal. We'd love to be able to find her. But if barring Mm -hmm. that, we want to bring as much attention as possible, as many eyes on her. Right. And, you know, we're we're not here to like judge or like re-traumatize your family. We don't want to put you guys through any shit. You know what I mean? We're not here for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So if at any time, at any time, like if I have a question that you don't want to answer or like, you know, maybe you do want me to know, but you don't want it to be on the broadcast or whatever. Just tell me, you know what I mean? I'm totally 100% and I'm speaking for John too. We're 100% on your side. You know what I mean? We just want to like establish a relationship with you and like just tell us about Shakaya. Like I'm able to read about her on the internet, but that doesn't really tell me who she was. Outside of social media, I need to know like a little bit about her. Like what was she like? Did she have mm-hmm. hobbies? Um, what can you tell me about her? She's one of a kind. She's stubborn, but she also always had like a big heart. Uh, Shakaya was had her own Shakaya had her own type of humor um, but she, <laughs> she had long hair she had a roundish face she was not very tall she was very beautiful she she was very concert uh, what do they call it like a paradox she loved to take care of herself but she was very low maintenance she loved the best makeup but makeup wasn't important to her or she loved the bright lipstick but only when she felt like it and never really cared about it or that was not her that she's very low maintenance um Shakai and I are about five years apart 
Um, we go just kind of hang out with my friends. Um, we like to listen to music together. Anything we can sing to. Um, that's what we, we used to sing together. Not very great, but at least we tried. <laughs> we like to pretend we can sing and sing together. <laughs> I don't feel like it gets easier over time. She didn't want to be like everybody else. She wanted to be hers. In her limited time that she was here with us, you know, she felt comfortable in who she was. She knew who she was. She was just Shakaya. She's definitely a little firecracker. She was very goofy, though. She liked to be center of attention. So if she could make you laugh by being funny, she would do anything she could to make you laugh. Um, but if you were on her bad side, you were definitely on her bad side. I can tell you right now, we would have been friends 100%. <laughs> um, so I raised her from when she was, let's see, she had to be in sixth grade. So she had to be about 12. All I can really say is there's nobody like her. She's definitely one of a kind. She's unique. Mm -hmm. Again, because she was just very, she was very stubborn. But yeah, she did like to dance. Um, sometimes we'd go for car rides and she would, <laughs> we would sing together. My favorite moment with her had to be when I hit a note I wasn't even expecting to hit. And she just gave me that look like, oh my God. <laughs> she loved, she loved kids. She loved her nieces and nephews. She grew up more as a brother like as, as a sister to our oldest son. So she's very close with him to anybody that we were close to. She kind of mostly clung to our, I guess she connected more with um, misunderstood kids. I'm assuming, I'm assuming maybe because I, I don't know if she was, she felt misunderstood. And I get that um, sure. with the background that we have. I do too. I totally get that. Yeah, with the background that we have, it, I I can see that now. Did she have a nickname? Blue. So that is that is that her middle name? Yes. Yeah. She'd be twenty three now, right? She would be. Yes. Do you know like the circumstances? Like, who does she talk to? How how do we know that was the last day? Was she did she contact you or her mom or her cousin or? So she was in a place called Tumbleweed. How it started though was just a family thing where it's like, hey, have, have any of you heard from Shakaya? And we kind of started going down our list of everybody that she would be with. Have you heard from her? Have you heard from her? And nobody. And it was kind of going back to like a few, like three weeks before the last time anybody saw her. So we, she wasn't reported till August. Right. So we started kind of digging around and doing our own investigation because um, it wasn't really to us, it felt like it wasn't really kicking off as much as we wanted it to. Um, so we started going around and looking. Um, but really, it kind of came down to uh, my niece, Shekinah, who had all of her passwords and access to her social media. And the last login that she had on social media was the 23rd, the night of the 23rd. I guess I have a question regarding that. So we, we were reading through, she was, she was making a lot of posts on that day. Mm -hmm. How did, mm -hmm. how would she have accessed, how would she have accessed Facebook to make those posts? There was like a week period of where she had my mother's phone. Um, she also had access, I'm assuming at Tumbleweed. And then I know she had been to the library quite a few times to access. 
<laughs> Supposedly, she goes missing July 23rd. Your family hasn't been really in touch with her. So you're, you yeah. guys don't really realize right away in July. And then you guys start saying sometime in August, you guys realize, hey, she's missing. I believe sometime in August, your mom goes to the police to file a missing persons report? Correct. And who did she file that with? That would be Billings Police. So she files it with the Billings Police police in August. And August, September, for three months, it just sits on somebody's Mm -hmm. desk? Until a Yellowstone County, oh my gosh, Yellowstone County detective picked it up. It was never handed to him. It was never... He, he just found it. He literally just found it lying on a desk. And that was Detective Fritz. Is that right? That's one of the things that we're hearing about is like when there's different law enforcement agencies, there's like a complete lack of communication. And that's why a lot of these girls go missing because it just sits on somebody's desk. And that's the shit that pisses Deanna and I off. Do you know it? she was uh, enrolled in the North Cheyenne tribe, right? Northern Cheyenne, yes. So I thought that when an, an indigenous woman went missing, the feds would get involved at some point. Um, but that only they are supposed to, but that doesn't always happen. She was actually even added to the database. See, here's the thing: her social media presence just totally stopped, like just stopped, and she doesn't seem like the type of a type of girl. That would just stop on social media. She's not. That's why that was another reason why as well when we're like, hey, she's not even on any type of social media. Again, she kind of had her logins. And so she could see when she was last on. Um, And again, that was July 23rd. And we haven't seen or anything. Right. So she's being she's she's in a place where she can't post. Right. She's in a, a situation where she doesn't have access to to talk to anybody. So for her to just stop like that doesn't make me think she ran away. Yeah. Does that make sense? Correct. So I, I, that wasn't even an option that I went down. Like, there's no way this girl got on a bus and just ran away. Let's stop here for another quick break. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
So I came across a Facebook page called Bring Shakaya Harding Blue Home. I'm assuming that's where her family is active is on Facebook, right? Like, Yeah, so it looks like this Facebook page was last active in December of 2021. John, I set up the Discord server. Discord server is just like a communications tool, right? It's like a chat room. And the reason I use Discord is because you can organize, you can organize it and, and pin things and um, send information and create threads. And it's just like a little chat room slash forum, I guess, is the best way to do it. It's a good way to manage information and have it in one central place that people can share it and look into. So that's one of the tools we use. Uh, previously, when we would work on animal cases, we primarily use Facebook because back 10 years ago, Facebook was the social media everybody used. But in this day and age, we use other tools like Discord. I found a Harding Blue Shakaya. She lives in Fort Riley, Kansas. Her last post was July 24th, 2018. I will throw the link into Discord. Bloop. So that's a, a situation where the name is spelled differently. This is like one of the problems that we're going to run into. Luckily, I am who I am. I can do whatever that we know. I can do rad shit. Yeah, so the days leading up to her missing, she was quite active on social media. Wait, 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 wait. What's the date? July 24th, 2018. So the day after she went missing, right? She posted on the day after she reportedly went missing at 10 o'clock at night. Like a minute prior, she posted, I'm not sure what that means. Reputation is a hard thing to keep when all you do is publicly entertaining. And the popular have the votes on how to make it. I guess I care what you think. I wish you could see nothing. Very coded. Very coded. Sounds like maybe there's a love interest involved. Perhaps. Yeah, I'm at home right now, and I wanted to start digging into Shakaya's socials and the um, Find Shakaya Facebook page, because, like, I really feel like people will leave, like, tips on that page, um, and it's also possible that people maybe that might have been involved in her disappearance may leave comments to try to mislead people, because that does happen. I'm not saying it did happen here, but... It's definitely something I want to look at just in case. Whenever we're looking for a person in particular, one of the first things I try to do is to see if that person is currently in custody, meaning in jail or prison. 50 states, a lot of prisons and jails, but luckily there's a website called vinelink.com that lets you search across all 50 states. Vine is the nation's most reliable and confidential confidential source for updated custody status and criminal case information name search by name shakaya last name harding and see if she's in custody i am not a robot okay i passed that no persons there are no matches well that's good Per the information we were given, Shakaya was last seen sometime at the end of the July, either July 23rd or 25th in Billings, Montana. 
Apparently, she was staying at a center called the Tumbleweed Runaway Center. So I'm looking up where that is and just kind of getting an idea of what, what it is and what they offer. Uh, tumbleweedprogram.org 24-hour heartline crisis about tumbleweed. Overview. Tumbleweed meets at-risk youth and young adults adults where they are and strives to create a continuum of care coc making space for hope and opportunity founded in 1976 tumbleweed is a non-profit community-based agency serving at-risk youth and their families and support systems so shakaya may have been at a place in her life where she needed assistance from her community looks like tumbleweed was her place of comfort for a while I wonder if somebody there would be willing to talk with us if they're still working there and knew of her so it's good that there are places like this in the community for people who need help so hopefully we can reach out to them and talk to them okay so she reportedly went missing on July 23rd 2018 but in the evening of July 24th she made 11 posts from 9 to 10, basically. I'll die young. On July 22nd, the day before she went missing, she posted, I'll die young before I spend my whole life here on this earth. And then like a bunch of selfies. I'm just looking for people she's like interacting with quite a bit. Doesn't really have a lot of interaction. One person that pops up quite a bit is, I'll just call him Eric. Well, I'm going to set him aside. And Eric spells his name uniquely. So that's another galvanizing issue. Let me go through his shit real quick. Oh. July 11th, 2017. He changed his profile picture to a picture of him and Shakaya. And her other profile liked it. Let me go look at that. Or shared it. Ooh, she shared it. Let's go look. Shakaya, one of her aliases, Haunting. He's, he's got to be somebody I can pull aside here. His last post was July 25th, 2017. So about 11 months before Shakaya went missing. They clearly had some sort of relationship. She shared his picture saying that he missed she missed him and February 15th, 2018, she posted a photo with the Eric fella, and it says Missing Ugly, and it's a picture of them too. He liked it, so they were definitely hanging out as late as February of 2018, and that would have been four months prior to her disappearance. So she took a photo with Eric on November 30th and she shared it on in January. So like three months later and it's captioned Nina, Nina, Nina. And her mother, Tamara, the bear comes out, said, Shakaya Blue, mom loves you, please call me. So she might have been, that was January 28th. So six days later, okay. Six days later, her mom posts, Shakaya, please call me. So there was apparently some time when Shakaya was 
you know, this must have been one of the times Shakaya was in and out of the house. Okay, so she po she shared a photo. She made her profile picture, her and Eric, on January 21st, 2018. And I, can, I know it's Eric because of his tattoos, because his face is not shown. It's another reason. You've got to get familiar with the people they're surrounding themselves with in several photos, if you can. Because sometimes, you know, there'll just be some context clues. And tattoos are one thing that you can identify somebody by. She shared one of his photos on November 30th. And it said, I missed this mirror that he broke and never replaced. Like he said he would, I knew he wouldn't. It couldn't be that too hard to lie about a mirror when he lied every motherfucking time he told me he loved me. What happened to being a man of your word? You aren't a man at all. Use a fuckboy. Fucking with little girls' emotions and shit just for some high voltage frequencies that you know nothing about. Thought you could come to good old Montana and run shit, huh? Well, we pack bigger artillery than what you guys call unimaginary. Well, you got done in by your phony ex-ass ex-fiance. When I seen her reaction to my post about our unborn child, I should have known. Fuck you, Eric. You ain't nothing but a wannabe. You're such a good-for-nothing. You wish you were shit. Rock-bottom-ass bitch. I didn't do love you, though. Okay, so... They got pregnant. So on Eric Galvin's page, he has his photos wide open and he takes a tons of selfies, right? And there was a photo of him wearing like a black shirt that I was talking about. And he created a new profile and it's named Eric Matthew. And his profile picture is of him in that black shirt. Little shit thought he could get one over me, huh? It's important because I'm going to eventually end up looking at um, inmate records, right? So we have three profiles for Eric right now. Why does he have so many profiles? Initially, it makes me think, like, what are they running from kind of thing? Like, they don't want people to find them. But it, it could also just mean that he doesn't have a stable email address and forgot his password to his other accounts, you know? It doesn't necessarily make him guilty of anything. It just makes my spidey senses kind of... I might be traumatized because of Luca, and I'm willing to admit that. About a year ago is when things were kind of really stopped progressing, and there weren't any more Facebook posts or things talking about it. So, in my mind, that's pretty concerning. person goes missing four years ago, and there's not a lot of new information that makes you start wondering, is this person still alive, or if they are still alive how come nobody's seen them how are how was shakaya able to disappear like this she doesn't seem in 2018 like she was in a position where she had the means to travel or anything like that i'm gonna see if there is something larger than just this one case of shakaya are there other women who have gone missing in this area and maybe that's the way we need to look at it maybe there's something more sinister at play than just one young girl going missing maybe there's multiple girls and maybe there's something bigger that needs to be looked into so that's my goal for today so drinking my first cup of coffee for today so i think it's going to be an interesting uh new way. I, I definitely think that people have all looked at it the same way and we need to find a different approach and see if there's another reason. It seems like the 
idea that Shakaya may maybe may have been taken and is being trafficked in the sex trade could be a possibility I mean it's been four years and nobody's seen her I want to find out if there's some kind of connection to that already we are finding names and information about her last few months before she disappeared especially the connection to a possible man who could have fathered a child with her and other men Shakaya was talking to or had connections with and let's be honest in the case of a missing woman we have to start with the men involved we need to know more about the last few days and weeks before Shakaya disappeared. Was she making money in any way? Do you know? Like, was she working? Um, no. See, that's another thing, though, too, um, is that uh, what's name? Rico Wallace. So we were told that she was a victim of sex trafficking. I'm in Southern California, and I know law enforcement, and the sex trade is very big here, and, like, in California or on the West Coast, they talk about the circuit. Girls go from San Francisco Bay Area to Stockton, mm -hmm. to Los Angeles, mm -hmm. to Phoenix, mm -hmm. to Las Vegas, and then yep. back to Bay Area. Is there a circuit like that up in that area, or do you think she may be involved from, in that West Coast? From Washington to here to uh, Colorado, I think it is. So there's a circuit for girls in that area. Mm -hmm. We were told that Rico runs part of that circuit between Washington, here, San Jose, uh, or it's, I know it's Southern Los Angeles for sure, and Phoenix. And we've also had a few sightings in Phoenix. We're trying to filter through what's real, what's not real, what we should look at, what we shouldn't, and that's why we wanted to talk to you uh, right away mm -hmm. as soon as possible so we could like mm -hmm. filter through all this get all the noise out of the way and say, this is what's important. Just hearing about this Rico guy, now I'm understanding, like, this seems like a very important person. More on that next time. True Crimes is executive produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Deanna Thompson, Courtney Armstrong, Jeff Shane, Andrew Arno, and me, John Green. Additional producing by Connor Powell and Gabe Castile. Editing by Jeff Twa. Music by Vanacore Music. True Crimes is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 